1: Yesterday, I'm at the Giants game, thanks to Pete Morgan with my beautiful wife, Danielle, and my son, Gabriel. And my cousin, Norm Coleman, the great mayor, senator of the state of Minnesota, he texts me a picture. And he goes, right before kickoff, he goes, is this you? And I said, yes, it is. And it was a picture of me and Dove hiking at a rally that Dove invited me to a couple of years ago in front of the library in Midtown, we he got arrested for uh, defending Dov Heiken. Some animal jumped over the police barricades. I went to punch him out, and I had to be physically removed. But anyway, I go, yeah, that's me. Why? And it turns out there was a story in the Wall Street Journal yesterday that talked about Jewish people moving away from Donald Trump. And there's a picture of me in the column, and there's also a picture of Norman. And he was like, how cool is this? Who would have thunk? Here I am, I was smoking pot with Abby Hopman and hanging out at Woodstock. Here you are, Sid. Crazy guy, rehab, all that stuff. And the two of us, first cousins, love each other in the same story in the Wall Street Journal, which even Lou couldn't believe earlier this morning. Baffling. I know. But uh, Dove is there front and center. He is uh, one of those big Jewish leaders that are moving away from Trump. So uh, here he is a part of four decades as a great assemblyman from the mean streets of Borough Park, Brooklyn. My dear friend, and I say that uh, with all sincerity, the great Dove Hyken. Good morning, Dove.
0: Uh, good morning, Sid. And uh, you uh, literally saved my life. Day. <laughs> I don't know uh, about it that. Was, uh, <laughs> You're funny. I mean, I, I'll, never, I'll never forget, you know... Uh, uh, you know, not that I cannot defend myself, but this guy was mean and ugly, and he was ready to <laughs> God knows what. And and there you oh, are, towering yeah. over him. And I I remember you had your fist. you were ready to. I was go, ready, baby. Yeah. And in fact, you one were of the ready. cops,
1: the cops was like, "Sid, don't hit him because we love you, and you'll kill him, and then I have to arrest you. So just don't hit him. Walk <laughs> away," uh, which I did. But uh, on a serious note, that's some of the stuff that you go through, Dove, when you're out there in the streets because. People hate people like you and I. They hate the Jewish people. And uh, here it is in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. You were in the column, but many others as well. Looks to me, Dove hiking like you're not alone uh, turning your back on the former president, a guy that you were just complimenting not that long ago.
0: Right, right. Uh, by the way, the story is actually in the paper today. Uh, it, look, I, I acknowledge all the time, as you know, Sid, uh, that uh, and, and I still, and I will always, that while Trump was president of the United States, Israel had no better friend. There's no question about that. But that does not give him a pass. That does not give him a license to simply do whatever the hell he wants to do, associate with people like Kanye West. I mean, the hate coming out of his mouth, the danger to the Jewish people. This is real stuff. You know, when, when you have the normalizing of hate, you have literally, you know, since Kanye West said his thing, you have so many other people. It, it's remarkable, Sid. Other people coming along. I was just reading uh, about this rapper that, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not familiar with. His name is Akon, A-K-O-N. Yes. Yes. And he I, – I was not familiar, but I'm reading a story where he is defending, defending Kanye West. And guess what he says? <laughs> listen to me, quote, West's comments don't personally affect
1: me. Right. right. There's millions of those. They, if, if you they go, don't affect him. No, I know. But if you go to social media, for example, Kanye West, who has millions, this is literal, millions of followers on Instagram and Twitter, they're all defending him. Same thing with Kyrie Irving, what he did with the Nets. And just so you know, Dove, while I've been very critical of Trump with what he did at that dinner, and also talking about ripping up the Constitution I'm still not off the Trump bandwagon yet, and neither is somebody that you love. And you were just in Israel not that long ago. You called me from Jerusalem one morning, and that is the prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. Chuck Todd, MSNBC, Meet the Press yesterday, tried desperately to get Netanyahu to come off the Trump bandwagon. And as you're about to hear Dove Heiken, BB wouldn't do it. This is cut number 9. Yeah, well, well, but play Would you like to see Donald Trump as well, president again? Oh god, I've had a, I've had enough of my politics. I've just went, gone through four of our elections. You want me to get into your elections? Keep me out of it. Would you like to see him as American president though? Is that good for Israel in your in your mind? Well, let me say that uh, I'll deal with anyone who's elected president, those that uh, uh, I worked with in the past, and anyone new who comes uh, to the, the plate, uh, because of the bond between Israel and America, and this is not a shibboleth, this is not uh, just a, uh, a saying. It, it really is a bond of peoples, and it's a civilizational bond, and it's strong. Uh, I'll deal with anyone, and I certainly will not step on that um, okay. that uh, landmine that you just put before me, Chuck. Come on, I've been in this business long enough, and so have you. Keep trying. Keep trying. I'm not going to step on the landmine. He gave Bibi every opportunity to jump off the Trump bandwagon. He did not do it. Are you disappointed in Bibi Dove Hykend?
0: Absolutely not. I'm a great fan of Bibi Netanyahu. And uh, he did what he had to do as the new prime minister in a couple of days. He did exactly what he had to do, and that was to stay away from any kind of involvement, Republican, Democrat, But he has made it very, very clear that what happened with Kanye West and the president and him not speaking out was absolutely wrong. So, Nathaniel did the right thing, and I believe those of us who are being consistent, this is about being consistent. You know, it's for years we've been talking about Tlaib, Omar AOC, and, and Cori Bush, and on and on, people who are so detrimental to this country and to the Jewish people. We've been talking about them, condemning them, expressing our outrage of their support for BDS and their hate towards the state of Israel. How can we not be consistent? I mean, what just happened in front of our eyes? By the way. Donald Trump still hasn't said
1: anything. I know. I'm shocked. I actually said I mean, that. Come I w- on. I, w- I know. I, mean, I-, I was on with Brian word, Kilmeade. Not I was, a
0: word. Where, where yeah. is he? Where is he hiding? I don't know. Sake.
1: I was on with Brian Kilmeade on Fox News Saturday night, <laughs> and he brought up the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. It was one of the stories we covered because Will Smith was on live last week, though, with Trevor Noah on Comedy Central. And um, we're waiting for a Will Smith apology. It was kind of a half-assed apology with Trevor Noah. And I even said at the very end of my appearance, without naming names, it would be nice if somebody who just had a... uh, A dinner at his own country club with a bunch of anti-Semites would say, I'm sorry, too. Never mentioned Trump's name, but clearly talking about Donald Trump. So I said the same thing on Saturday night, at the very least, come out and say, all right, you know, maybe that wasn't my best judgment, at least. Right, right. And none of that has happened, not with Kanye West, not with
0: others who were at that event. It happened. I can tell you they were having a good time. And the idea that the president didn't know who Nick Vontaze was, he didn't know who he was. You know, I, I said it to you uh, a number of times. Okay, he didn't know. Let's pretend he didn't know. Okay, I'll accept that. Why has he not said one word since? We're We're, we're talking now about a former president of the United States, for God's sake, who is a leader in this country, Donald Trump. And when he does not do the right thing when it comes to anti-Semitism, this kind of hate uh, that you know you and I are very very concerned about—I mean, it's spreading like wildfire for God's sake. But anything the, you and I discussed two years ago, three years ago—yeah, it's gotten worse. It's nothing compared to what's happening right now as you and I speak.
1: I know, but the argument for President Trump is this. He's anything but an anti-Semite, which is true. He's done more for Israel than any American president, which is true. His son-in-law is an Orthodox Jew. His daughter converted. This is all true. And the country is falling apart, which is true. The economy is down the dumper. There are bad wars. you got the FBI corrupt, the White House corrupt. So the argument is he's not an anti-Semite, which is true. So it may have been a lapse. It may have been bad judgment. If he was a Jew hater, that's one thing, but he was a good president. This guy stinks. Why bury Donald Trump now when he's anything but an anti-Semite? Well, look, I,
0: again, have made it clear again and again, the last, I would never accuse him of being an anti-Semite. I would even go close to making that kind of comment. It's ridiculous. It's outrageous to say that. But that doesn't change the very facts Sid. did. You can't get away from the very basic fact that he hasn't addressed these vicious haters that he was having dinner with at Mar-a-Lago. He hasn't said anything. And the other part of it is is winning. We want to win, not lose, not just say we're with Trump. Listen, Trump is not winning. Trump is losing all the time now. That is a fact. He lost 2020. He lost Georgia, the two Senate races. Just now we have the races all over the country, the candidates that Trump supported, the major candidates that Trump supported, they lost, for God's sake. And the candidate in Georgia, you know, last week when I did your show, my last comment was, keep Trump out of Georgia. Isn't it funny? Trump is not in Georgia. I wonder why. (laughs) You know, know, keeping him out because everyone realizes, Herschel Walker realizes Bringing Trump in is a guaranteed loss. I'm not sure he's going to win anyway, but there is that recognition. Yeah. It's not about being a nice guy. You know, I want to be nice, for, you know, treat Trump nice because he's a nice guy. We want to win for God's sake, and we're not going L- to win. Let me ask you
1: this Then on the way out as we uh, close shop here. Another great conversation, Dov. You're great. and you know how much I love you. Let's say Trump happens to win the Republican nomination. He beats DeSantis or Tim Scott or any one of those folks. Okay, he wins it. Now he's up against any Democrat of your choice. Now, you were a Democrat your whole life, but you're the first one to admit things are not going well in this city, things are not going well in this state, and things are not going well in this country. So with all that you just said about Donald Trump and that ill-advised dinner, which it was, it was pathetic, it was, dis- it was despicable, it was awful. But with all that said, are you telling me you wouldn't vote for Trump over one of these dysfunctional Democrats in five seconds? Well, one,
0: one thing I can tell you for sure I wouldn't vote for the Bidens of the world, and I can't imagine anyone else in the Democratic Party at this time uh, that I would possibly support, vote for, and right. so on. So, so again, if, if that happens... Uh, I may just commit suicide. No, I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. No, you can move to Tel Aviv and, and then not have to worry about it. You'll have Bibi Netanyahu and that's it. Just move to Israel. Uh, you know, that that is a pretty interesting su- suggestion. Uh,
0: uh, but look, I, 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 I really don't fear that happening. I mean, Donald Trump is guaranteed not going anywhere. Believe all right. me, he's going to make a lot of noise and, and so on and so forth, but he's not going. I mean, look at the numbers. Look what just happened. Let's be freaking honest. I mean, Cary Lake, all the races that were lost, the Donald Trump support of those candidates. I mean, uh, it's just over. You know, he okay.
1: was he was president. He was a great friend. No. Move on. He could no. still be a star. You, see, you don't get it. You don't get it, Dolph. He, he didn't lose in 2020. It was rigged. Carrie Lake didn't lose Arizona. It was rigged. Dr. Raj didn't lose Pennsylvania. It was rigged. You clearly don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I really <laughs> don't. And the uh, first time I ran for office, now that I remember, and I lost, now I realize I didn't really lose. They cheated. <laughs>
1: I just realized you, you, know, are, back funny. In you are funny. No, realized, you funny. I should have realized. Oh my God! No, you should have you you stayed. What? The, what's the first night of Hanukkah, Dove? I uh, I don't know. What is? I, mean, I don't know. I don't. Something. Uh, I I I don't know. I'm uh, not focusing on Hanukkah. But looking forward to it, that is for sure. That we should get together sure. one of those nights and uh, got eight crazy nights. The Rosenberg's and Hagen should get together one night.
0: Absolutely. Listen, I, I, I miss you and I miss the family. You too, Dove. Especially your kids. And uh, by the way, your wife is a sweetheart. Thank the people you. People like you, they love your
1: wife. That's for sure. <laughs> You're 100% right. Hey, I love you. Thank you so much. Best thank to your you, family, thanks too. For having All right, Dove. There he is, uh, great Dove Hykend. And there is a major story in today's Wall Street Journal which does highlight how Dove Hykend feels about President Trump. But you heard the end of that conversation, folks. I put his feet to the fire, and I'm telling you, he can yell and scream all he wants. Trump wins the Republican nomination. He's voting for Trump. I promise you.